My name is Allie Clifton, Richard Jefferson, and a commander. Who's that? <laughs> now you're now because you're trying to eat, Channing, you're muted and we can't hear you. <laughs> oh man. I ran out of basketball names, so I had to switch to uh uh football names. So if like speaking of football. Whoa. Let's dive right into it. She jumped into it. You guys that already thing. know this is head first. You guys already know this is coming because I gave you a heads up this morning on the phone call. In the state of the wonderful, incredible, iconic, as Richard likes to describe him, Deion Sanders and all of his glory right now, I came across he being on the Rich Eisen show to which he was ranking his children. Yeah. I need to know. Can you guys rank your children? Right now, today? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's not even... Oh, so you guys aren't those kinds of parents that care about what your your children's feelings are. Well, is the world going to care about the, what their feelings are? <laughs> like, like lessons are best learned in the house, right? Okay, like, so, okay, give them to me then, please. Rank your you children and why? Based off what? But there's criteria. It changes. Like my 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 number one child rotates about eight times over the course of the day. Oh, for sure. As they get old, as they get older, like Dion's kids are, because my kids are six and eight. One, one might write on the wall and I don't like him very much today. And then the next one might throw something and make his other brother cry. Then I don't like him. So they just, it's just a rotating kind of like chart and graph. When they get older, they're more stable. 107 PM, 108 PM on a Tuesday. Who is your favorite? Oh, today. uh, (laughs) I'm going to say Lil Rich was my favorite today. Yesterday it was Phoenix. Yeah. So it just rotates. And I only have two, so it's tough because it's one or the other. It's one or the other based off the day, or I can tell them I both don't like them, or I tell them it's a tie, right? Like sometimes you can see a heavyweight battle, you know, a heavyweight fight, and it ends in a draw. A lot of days is a draw. We don't settle for participation ribbons over here. That's Channing, not participation. Rank up. Oh, dude. Easy. Roxy, number three, the smallest. This oh, little partner is an angel. She listens she puts her ball, all I ask, right? So Hendrix will be 13, Margo's 11, Roxy's seven, Lennox is five. Roxy, the smallest one, can barely fit over the sink to put her bowl in there, gets a, a stool, washes the bowl out like we asked her one time and puts it in the dishwasher. Lennox, throws it over there if it even goes. Hendrix and Margo leave everything if they make pancakes. So Roxy one, I'm going to say Hendrix two right now, Margo three, Lennox four. What did Lennox do? She did some, she did some Lennox bullshit. is the rebel child. Yeah, <laughs> there was a dead squirrel in like near our house because we have a cat, right? And maybe it got hit. Lennox gets a stick and is flinging this dead squirrel. I'm like, what the fuck? Here are things that I have had to tell Lennox this year alone. Lennox, don't put uh, a gravel in your mouth. Lennox, don't eat like I was going to de-algae my pond. And I was like, Lennox, you can't stick your tongue on the algae powder. Lennox, don't spit on the dead bird. Lennox, don't put food off of other people's plate as she's leaving a restaurant. Like... (laughs) She'll give a fuck. And I'm just like, I don't have time to pay attention to you because you're oblivious to the world. She's just like, what's this? Bleak. I'm like, absolutely not. 
Also, she comes in our bed every single night. And we have a custom 10 by 10 bed. Imagine my knees are over the edge of the bed because she operates as a doorstop. So I'm like this. I can't turn over unless I fully just fall off my own damn custom made bed. Margot is 11 turning on 14. Right? Wants to argue with me about what she's wearing every day. I just said be temperature appropriate. (laughs) Be temperature appropriate. It's barely 71 here. Her friends are wearing sweatpants and a big hoodie. She got shorts on and a tank top. Okay. Okay, be cool. And then Hendrick, he just like, he's starting to get a little better. He's starting at uh, football this year. And so the reason why he's not number one is just because he hasn't got his first tackle yet. But they don't really come to his side. So that's why. As soon as he gets a tackle, he goes to number one. That is the ultimate breakdown. I love that. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Are you nervous about football? No. For your kid? No. No. Why listen listen to the science? (laughs) No, no, no. If you saw them move, this is not Louisiana or Florida. Like, they ain't moving fast. This is seventh grade football. When we start getting in ninth grade, okay, now I'm, you know, now I'm a little worried. But he, dude, they just go grab each other like this. And then they do a dance. So like, where's the ball? And the kid just, they never go full speed at each other. They both go, chicken, chicken. Oh, God. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Chicken, chicken. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, we are still in the off season. And uh, yeah, the season is around the corner. So we're going to continue some truth or trash. But we also added a truth or trash NBA conspiracy theories edition. Here we go. Let's go. <clears throat> so we're going to start off there and we will begin with Jordan pushed off on Byron Russell. I went on a deep no, dive. No, 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 no. The, an- the, the answer is yes. He pushed, yes. He pushed off, but do you make that call? Not even talking about Michael Jordan. If that was Kobe, if that was Braun, if the, this is the NBA Finals, you don't make that call. Yeah, it, that like was like Russell anyone. was so he was in such bad body position that that snapback. He's lucky that was in '98. If a player were to hit him with a snapback right now and then a go, oh, Byron might still be on the floor. So no, that's not a push off <laughs> in my opinion. That's not a, that's no. You no, don't call that. No, no, we're not okay, calling. So that's trash. Okay. Uh, truth or trash, Dwayne Wade earned all of those free throws against the Mavs in the 06 NBA Finals. Do you guys remember how many free throws yes. he shot? I don't remember the number. Or something like that? 97 total. Over the series. Over the, si- over the six over game the series. series. Over the series. 25 alone in game five, to which the Mavericks shot 25 as a team. They, well, the, some of that skewed because he was the guy that was like, so at the end of the game, when you're fouling, you get another six free throws because they get the ball in your hands. They foul. You got to make your free throws. So would we say, I would say 97, probably seven though, over the no, course but, of a series is it, insane. But, 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 but hear insane, me out. But he it was, was insane. The, it was Shaq. Shaq might not have been a double team still, but you still needed two bodies on Shaq. And that's when D Wade was the flash. So they didn't have like, he was, he was. Yes, he. They didn't have anyone to guard him. That's why he won Finals MVP because they couldn't guard him. It wasn't just free throws, and you got to still make them. And he's not. He's not a ninety. It's not like they gave Steph twenty five free throws. I want to say he's probably in the this the the high seventies, low eighties. So he still got to not knock him down. It was impressive. Yeah, 
So that is that he definitely so truth. He was so moving. Different. He it was just like, who who are you going to put on him? And also, you got to think the 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 Mavericks were shooting a lot of jumpers. They were getting jumpers or dunks. Yeah, like they weren't. A, they weren't a po- they they weren't an attack downhill team at the time. They were a, a like somewhat finesse scoring team. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, speaking of Steph, truth or trash, Steph's first ever ejection in game six of the 2016 NBA Finals was for ratings. What? what? No. Who said this? Not, not Janet, don't Who engage. Don't, 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 don't engage. <laughs> Next question. No, please engage. Please no, give me the no, answer. No, no, no. We're playing this game. No, it's not right. It's not, no, no, no. What I'm saying is it's not for ratings, and anybody that says that doesn't understand basketball. Dude, he was. It was literally. He threw a, he threw a mouthpiece at someone. He threw a mouthpiece at someone. You you don't do not that. at someone at, at the <laughs> owner's son. Do it at Catherine Love. Oh, shout out! Yeah, um, she's gonna be mad. Thanks for thanks for giving me the attention I wanted on that one. Um, truth or trash? I have been a part of an NBA game that was rigged by the refs. Oh, false for sure, for sure. For sure, Richard. You played Richard. You I'm gonna say that, that I that I that played? I know that I know of that I know oh, of. No, like, no, no, no. We're just no. thinking in your career. Oh, you well, played I think... in a game where something is. Hey, the the spread might be nine, and they took the over, and they're just calling fouls that aren't fouls at the end of the game. That is what I'm saying. Call, I think that call, I, I don't know that. I don't know that. But I'm saying, call me, call either. me old school. If we lost the game, we deserve to lose. If we won the game, we deserve to win. Totally. Richard, Call that's me. not what she's saying. We're she's saying, saying that the referee, did the referee, she's saying. saying that the referee mess up a game. I'm not saying no referees. There is one referee that both, ref, I think, ref for you and for me over our course Donaghy, of career. Don, 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 Oh, he refereed my first game ever. He refereed oh, my he first game ever. He did it. Richard. next you can no 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 we're gonna dive in on this because we're not talking about winning or losing we're talking about the point spread so let's well, say I, he's I, like, I can't speak on that i can't speak on that i don't know what the point spread were for my 1100 games that i played in channing please continue <laughs> it is the probability of it happening where it it really might not have been anything it might have been an extra hundred grand or something like that 200 grand that doesn't get noticed by vegas by three or four people, I can see that happening a lot. I can see that happening a lot. Three or four people put 30, 40, 50 grand on a game. They're like, we need the over. You you get the foul trouble in the first half. You get the star guy in foul trouble. And now it's just a random blowout where it's like you're playing Utah at home who leads the league in fouls, but all of a sudden they don't get any fouls called on them. You get blown out and you go, oh, it's a back-to-back. We're tired. They don't care anyways. But really it was because of the point spread. I could see that happen. I could too. I liked that. <laughs> um, all right. Truth or trash, the Ewing envelope was frozen. Frozen as in like cold and frozen so you could tell which one. Um, then, uh, let me say this. Let me say this. Back then, I don't know. Now, I don't think it could happen. I don't think any of that. But I will say this. You have to understand. Back then, you might have been able to happen. There might might have been less eyeballs. But I, but. The way I see it is more of there are other billionaire owners that are involved in this. The NBA is not going to just screw over, you know, 28 other billionaires to get to get Patrick Ewing to the Knicks. 
like it's just like you're you're jeopardizing the entire league the lawsuits the bs the commissioner would be gone so i just those conspiracy theories i don't really buy into because of just could it how, did it happen though can you believe it that it happened i could then? see it's not I about could today s- then, it's about then then i could see why people might believe that <laughs> that that could happen in that moment i am not a conspiracy theorist for people who don't know explain the explain the envelope also, basically, what happened is that it was that they, cold. It was cold. That's how. So the Knicks. So Patrick Ewing was was Webinyama when he came out oh, yeah. in '86. Mm-hmm. Like he was that guy's like one of the best players in the world. Never seen anything like him. One of the great college players of all time. And the Knicks get the number one pick, and I think they had a very very low chance of getting it. Very was similar to when San Antonio got the Tim Duncan pick. So they're saying when they went to go pull the envelopes, they had frozen the Nick envelope. So you knew what envelope was, was the cold, cold. Oh. so you could touch it. So that's what it is. I don't I don't believe that. I feel like that's a bit far fetched. But if you don't know what we're out. talking about, Vince Carter does a video with Patrick Ewing and he says, can you pick the frozen envelope out of the wheel? Mm-hmm. And so there is a cold one and Patrick reaches in and he grabbed the envelope basically saying this is possible and it could happen Yo, and it honestly, did happen. Honestly, I wouldn't even be mad if it was. It's good for business. It's good for business. How about this? And this is, I don't think this happened, but we talked about this, about Wembyama going to San Antonio. You have a $500 million player. You are not going to put him in Charlotte or in Detroit. You are going to put him with the greatest coach of all time, if that if you have the opportunity now chance is chance so you think something was rigged this year that had he could not have gone anywhere that that guy could not have gone anywhere like tim duncan i wouldn't say had to go to san antonio but like that was the best situation for him this i think is the best situation it doesn't happen very often it happened with lebron it happened with wimby it happened with tim duncan it didn't happen with Richard, obviously, because they traded him. Well, this but is the thing. It does get – I can see why people are conspiracy. You know, New Orleans, they, <laughs> lo- they lose they lose, Anthony Davis and they get Zion, right? The, the, the Cavs lose LeBron and they get, like, four number one picks following up, right? So it's just, like, you, you see these things happen. But I, I'm not – like I said, not conspiracy theorists. It is fun. I don't think it happens, but I do think it's fun. I was going to say, Richard's really struggling with this segment. Um, truth or trash, trash, Chris Paul should have been a Laker. False. Ooh, that's false. And let me explain to why at the time people that don't understand what happens because the new Orleans Pelicans didn't have an owner. They were like purchased by the league quote unquote. So the league was running the Pelicans. So then when this trade happened and there were some mistakes that happened on when you're allowed to talk and make offers. So when this trade happened, it was the equivalent to the NBA making the trade to send Chris Paul to the Lakers. And that's where all the owners got upset. Very similar to how rigging like a draft was. They were like, wait a second, we should all have a vote in where one of the top 10 players in the league go. You don't just get to send them to LA. And that's what killed it. And yeah, talk drama. But there was a legitimate reason why it was like, it was in very awkward position. And then you try and send one of the players. Yes, other teams should have stepped up and been like, yo, what the fuck? I was actually glad he didn't go to the Lakers. I know that's everyone was. 
they still won. They, you traded Mark Gasol for Pau Gasol at the time. And I would say, dude, Marc Gasol's good, but he wasn't Pau Gasol at the time. So, like, for that trade to go through was crazy. <laughs> you got big-ass Andrew Bynum, Mark, Pau Gasol, Lamar Odom, Ron Artest, Trevor Ariza, Kobe, Derek Fisher. Come on. That's a stacked team. Like, people sleep on how good that fucking team was. They were nice. Mm. Nice. But, you know, uh, we should not have gone to the Lakers. Last two, Jordan-based. Jordan, oh, no, wait, sorry. Jordan's flu game was a hangover. Facts. Oh, it wasn't facts. flu. We know wait. it wasn't the flu. We caught. We know it wasn't a flu. We know it wasn't flu because they said he had food poisoning from pizza. <laughs> hey, do you remember when a and he, teammate and he was the only his- one and the only one ate pizza? Only one. Only one. Yeah. Only one ever. Wait, only one had remember, one bite. You remember one of our teammates got sick from uh, from pasta? From oh, oh, that is one of the best stories you guys have ever told in the, the car. <laughs> oh, the, I forgot Kay Felder, the <laughs> Hennessy. <laughs> so a teammate of ours comes on the Please plane. Please retell this. So we're in New York, and a teammate of ours. Now, obviously, we're grown men. People go out after a game, libations, you know, having a good time. Adulting. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I actually add the substance to the story because you guys just didn't go out in New York. You played a freaking day game in Philly and all got on a freaking train because you're crazy and went to New York and still had to be back in Philly to make a flight to Milwaukee. Like that's not to play the story. This is why I don't gamble because anybody should have taken the under on us in that Milwaukee game. (laughs) To show you how out of sorts we were, everyone, that's that's the game and the, the... the internet fact checkers that the game that we went to Milwaukee, that was the game where Jr. went and dapped up Jason Terry in the middle of the game. And then they went and scored. We were all over the place. We had no business playing a game the next day. Uh, But yeah, to give the little, the the last content, the last context, we had a 12 o'clock game or two o'clock game in Philly and we were done at three o'clock, four o'clock, whatever time it was. So we had all day and all night. We're like, oh, why don't we just catch the train down there? We can be in New York at seven, have dinner, have some drinks and come back. But ultimately there was a accident on the track. Someone decided that they no longer wanted to be uh, a part of this universe. And so we got stuck on the train oh, for like funny. three extra hours waiting for this because it then and then they put us on another train and got us going like remember they came they, they got us off I of, wasn't anyway. there. oh yeah stories i wasn't there yeah yeah i was, I was, talking, I was coming back yes yeah you were yeah you weren't oh so K you were got talking sick about twice k got sick what? twice who are you talking about with the hennessy noodles Remember when Shump was on the plane? Oh, oh I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking. I was talking about Kay Felder throwing oh, up in the I back of the car. Oh, I remember that story. I wasn't there. And you just see noodles. Okay, can we hear both of them, please? Oh, yeah, uh, that is sick. Keep going. So you're on the train to Philly. So we're on the train. We're on the train, and then we we get to but we don't. So we miss dinner at Carbone. We don't get there till like ten thirty. Everyone's kind of grumpy. We you know the moment's been missed. But we get there, Kevin's people took care of us. We eat a bunch, then we get in the car. Now we're going ham. We're just like, hey guys, we got four hours. The car is going to be out front in 3.30. Let's go. So we all get drunk, right? We're all having a good time. So we get in the car. And they're like, hey guys, the first round of cars are there. So it's me, <laughs> Braun, K, maybe Swish or Tristan. I don't remember. Noodles. Let's say, let's say, let's say Tristan, just to clear his name. 
So <laughs> keep him in good standing. Oh my. So Wasn't was, Kevin with you? Kevin, yeah, Kevin. So we're driving. I'm in, I, yeah, I'm in the backseat of this Sprinter van. I'm in the backseat of the Sprinter van. And all of a sudden, me and Ramos are looking over at Kay like, hey, you okay, bro? It's like five in the morning. Kay's like, man, I don't feel good. So he now, now it's dead of winter. It's probably 10 degrees outside. He starts throwing up all over the place. In this sprinter van, he, I feel like he throws up on Kevin. I feel like he throws up on Kevin because he leans to me. I push and give him a forearm shiver. So he goes down and goes forward. This is the thing. This is the best part. Bron goes to the driver. Bron goes to the driver. He goes, keep going. <laughs> Oh, Bron, man, you hear this commotion in the back seat. I'm like, oh, shit, throw it up. Bron goes like this with a straight face. Keep going. So at this point in time, we're driving. We still got 30 minutes. You're trying to, we're on the highway. You're trying to roll down the window, but it's frigid air flying in. So you're in between like dying to death from cold and smelling throw up hung over at five o'clock in the morning. So we have to drive like the last 20 minutes with throw up in the car, throw up all over. Sorry, Kay, we love you. Throw up all over our rookie. This is what you do to rookies. Throw up all over him. And I'm in the backseat. All of a sudden, Kevin's got throw up on him. He's starting to get sick. And Braun, straight face. And the, <laughs> the shotgun. He's in the shotgun like, keep going. So we get there. And it was just like, they were like, dude was so mad. Because he obviously, I think we we tipped him like, you know, a few hundred extra bucks and like, hey, bro, we know, we we understand our young guy got sick, but bro, to hear Bron and to this, all your clothes, oh, my what? clothes were fine. His clothes were, and I don't, I, Kevin, they might have threw it up. I don't know. And you know, Kev got the nice clothes. He had that like Ralph Lauren baby seal calf, like, like brown jacket that's like one made. So, you know, that shit was expensive. Yeah, no, it was. That was a bad idea for us from the beginning to do that trip. And then JR, just to confirm it, goes and daps up JT. (laughs) (laughs) Mine isn't as funny as that, but it was like the year before we had gone out in New York. We had eight or like we met up and this is when he I think he first got married to Tiana. So he was like hot. Well, as he is now hot in the streets and he was on his own section of the club partying. So we have like a, a meet, or like the plane the next day, and Shump has a big old trash bag, and his face is just in the trash bag. So I'm like, damn, Shump, what happened? He goes, yeah, Shump had some bad noodles. And I was like, what'd you have, some Hennessy noodles? <laughs> and I'm talking to Shump, and I didn't know that everyone was listening. And so, and it, dude, we were just crying, laughing. Everyone's been sick on a plane once. Everybody's been sick on a plane once. Oh, really? Uh, I don't think I've ever been sick on the plane. I've been hung over. I've struggled. Yeah, struggled. I've struggled. Yeah, yeah. I've never thrown up on a plane, but I have literally been sweating. <laughs> it was, we had a, a plane the day after uh, uh, New Year's on the first. And I was like this. <sighs> <laughs> 
Oh, I ate a bad edible. I ate a bad edible on a plane. And what I mean bad edible, it's like, oh, is this five milligram or, oh, no, it's 500? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, God. No, it wasn't 500. But I'm saying that's oh. what, you know, when you have everybody that's been in that moment where, yeah, I've had that moment on a commercial airliner. That's not Ooh. fun. Going on my way to Summer League. On my way to Summer League. It wasn't fun. <laughs> not recently, like in 05. <laughs> Hey, Road Trippers, our next partner has a product we're personally using every day. We're all taking Athletic Greens because we want more energy, better immune systems, and we all got tired of taking pills and vitamins. Want to see what the hype is all about? It's obvious. Every scoop of AG1 tastes great and helps us to feel our best in the morning. We have a peace of mind knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and even probiotics. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your own health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin and get started today. Um, all right, last one. Michael Jordan, yes. Michael Jordan just wanted to try baseball during his prime. I think he did. I, I 100% think he did. I think Michael Jordan, when you lose your father and that, shit, and that shit happens, and it's like, <laughs> he's like, dude, basketball's boring. I want to go try this out. I'm going to take a break. And look, if, if – if anybody thinks that the rules don't like the rules apply the same for normal human beings as they do for guys like LeBron James and Michael Jordan, that's your fault. So if Michael Jordan wants to go play, if, if LeBron James said he wanted to stop and go play baseball right now, they would put him on a roster somewhere, not a major league roster, but they would put him in a position and let him try and do it. Like, that's just the fact. If he said, you know what, these next few years, and obviously not after last week, this, you know, Monday night football or whatnot, you know, Prayers up to Nick Chubb. Uh, but if he wanted to play tight end for football, you don't think all 30 teams would give him a tryout? Stop it. Mm. Stop. What? 6'9 <laughs> running like that? 6'9 okay. 75? Hell no. If you guys got a chance to play another sport yeah. like that, say you were that gift, what would your sport be? Oh, fishing. If? <laughs> if, if. If I was that good, like, I I actively choose chose to make basketball my primary focus. But given given my athletic ability, size, hand eye coordination, footwork, I don't think that there's a sport on the planet that I I couldn't at least be well above average. Not great, but well above average. Maybe a jockey. If you ask me to be a jockey, if you ask me to be a jockey, I probably couldn't do that. Richard what, what are the three? Think of baseball one. Stink. But false. I'm going false. pickleball, fishing, false. shuffleboard. <laughs> I'm a firm believer that if I were to play any sport that I would at least be professional level. <laughs> no. What is wrong with you? I'm being serious. No, I do not believe that. Wait, wait, wait. 100%. I 100% believe that. There, there, I, there, there is... There, no, 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 no. Soccer, yes. I'm six foot seven. There's not a lot of them walking around. But any sport like football, oh. football, baseball, any of those sports, if I would have played hockey, or hockey, uh, if I would have grew up playing hockey, 100%. If I grew up playing hockey, 100%. But there's no doubt in my brain. 
That's a 610. You're like Popeye Jones's sons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, look, all I'm saying is that there's certain athletic abilities that translate, right? Now, if you start playing a game at if you start playing a game at 8 years old, 9 years old and you're playing hockey or you're playing baseball, or you're whatever, playing football, yes, then you learn those skills and then it typically goes into who is the most athletic, fastest, strongest with the skills from the sport. And I'm sorry, there's not a gene pool that you're going to put me in that I would not be one of those people if I played that sport since I was eight. And I'm not the only motherfucker like that. I'm not I'm not like that. But I'm saying that, like, yeah, if you put you, Allie, in softball, if you put you in volleyball and that was your main focus, are you going to tell me you couldn't have been a Division One player if you played any one of those three full time as a kid? No. Division one player versus a professional athlete is uh, where I'm just we're talking about division one. We're talking about you now. <laughs> we're talking about you. I now. could, I could, I could do every <laughs> yeah. sport. That's what I could I'll, even I'll, be a jockey. That, but as I'm saying, you, if you, if someone said, Allie, think back in your life, if you would have only played volleyball from seven years old and you were five foot 10, if you would have only played volleyball from seven years old, do you think you would have been division one athlete in volleyball? Yes. yes. If you would have only played softball, from age. okay yes i got it you're okay yeah. you have yes. great belief in yourself and you're very humble at it i, I have great belief i have great belief okay. in y'all i have great <laughs> belief in you see you're Too a three-sport division one athlete just off of our conversation congratulations <laughs> if we all <laughs> could think that way um all right let me get your thoughts on this let's go to, to some serious chatter now we're gonna mix it up the warriors are bringing in dwight howard this week would he be a good fit in san francisco by the way Shout out. He gave us a shout out road trip in the podcast. He loved the conversation and y'all's take about him versus Wimby with Jameer Nelson. So he oh, reposted it. Channing sent that our way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Dwight's my guy. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. I think, I think, yes, they would benefit from Dwight Howard. 100%. I think, I think you worry about Dwight in a locker room, but we know who the alpha is. We also know who's the second alpha. We also know who's the third alpha. And if I would say that it would be Draymond is the number one alpha, then I would say Steph, and then I would say Steve. So when you look at that trifecta of three people running a locker room, I think that that is as good as you have seen in the last 25 years in the NBA, where a coach that has an infallible record, a superstar that has an infallible record, and then your goon, that makes sure everyone stays in line in Draymond. So when I say you bring him into that locker room, I don't worry about any of that stuff other than Steve Kerr saying, Dwight, you might play, you might not play. You might play 10 minutes, you might play 20 minutes. Do you accept that role? And I don't see a situation in which Dwight Howard steps out of line. He didn't step out of line with the Lakers. I was going to say, he showed that in 2020, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they just need big bodies, right? Like who does Kevon Looney practice against like, who does the first team play against? So I think this league, again, more teams are going to have to bolster their big men. And if you can have a Hall of Fame big man on your bench, ready to play whenever, who's won a chip, that's just an extra. The best chefs have all the ingredients in their fridge. And whether they use it that night or not, doesn't matter. They're going to make the best meal for what they have, right? So for them to go, you know what, tonight we're going to make something out of oregano. And we don't usually do that then we do that. But that's what I'm saying with Dwight. Like, to have him available is just another option for a really good coach. All right, this is interesting. Willie Cauley-Stein says that he's going to play in Europe because he, he says it's a, it's a more tactical way of playing. Sergi Baca he, just signed with Real Madrid. 
Do you guys ever see a day where European or Asian leagues can sign all-star caliber players in their prime? Saudi, the Saudis, they're the only ones. They're the only ones. They're there's because one. Of the money. The money. That's the only one. And we, the NBA, I think the NBA is in a good space, in a good space. But if they start losing stars, they start losing stars, then you have an issue. Um, but, you know, I don't know what that situation is. But living it, yeah. in Saudi Arabia is different than living in America. Yeah, right. give me give me that yeah. 50 million. Give me that 100 million. You tell me, Channing, if you tell me that Messi a, pla- down a, pla- a billion dollars. Agreed, but Messi also has a billion dollars. <laughs> like, Do you guys see LeBron, his home? Oh my god! LeBron, LeBron can turn down a billion dollars from the Saudis, but would LeBron turn down two billion dollars from the Saudis? I don't think so. Our guy's gonna go play basketball. Okay, wait. So, what were you saying about Willie Cauley Stein before I continued that? Saying it's a more tactical. It is a more tactical league, and go have fun there. But it's not the best league in the world. That's the end of the conversation. No, I'm just okay. Moving on. Um, we've been talking about the 2024 you know, U.S. Men's Olympic. Right? You know, I'm sorry. The uh, Matt Brazzi coached that team last year. That's like third tank, it's third rank Italian team. So, like, if he wants to talk about tactical, he would have went to one of the teams like Sergi Baca plays on, or Rudy Fernandez in Spain, or like one of those teams. But like, Willie Coley Stein has had a lot of opportunities to figure out how to play in the NBA, like. It doesn't make any sense to me. To me, um, to be, okay, to, so be a talk- tw- to be a twenty-nine-year-old seven-footer, not in the NBA, was that say with bounce? With bounce with, and with athletic. A, by looking at him, you'd mm-hmm. be like, "Holy crap!" Shoulders, arms, hands, yeah. bounce and run. All right, I'm gonna go truth or trash. These are just regular, not conspiracy theories. Thank Luka God. Doncic will make All NBA this season, sign a supermax, and become the league's first seventy million dollar man. Truth or trash? That's a great. I say trash. I think there's going to be a race to New York or Miami in the next three to five years. I don't like. I'm curious. Is Giannis, Jokic, not Giannis, Embiid, Luka? I think there's guys that are plotting. Maybe not together. Maybe individually, but. Um, unless Dallas Ooh. makes a big jump, yeah. Unless Dallas makes a big and jump, you turn I think down seventy million. Well, you when you're twenty five, when you're Luca, Luca's different. You don't want to turn down seventy million when you're James Harden and you're thirty one. If you're Luca and you're twenty five, you're gonna get that. But Luca hasn't Luca kind of made it known that he doesn't want to play for this ridiculous amount. Remember when they were asked about you know LeBron and he talked about yeah. No, no, no. Because because it's agents' money. That's his agents' money too. Right. Here, here's the problem. Luca can turn down twenty million, go to New York, and make that money back three times. Luca in New York is something different. Luca is getting seventy because what he can get from Dallas, the city, is maxed out. When he goes to New York for forty or fifty, the team can still be good. He's going to be on TV, MSG, the Garden. It's different. It is different. I can see him. T- also, his team can't be good if he's making seventy million. We've seen that. Mm. The yeah, team can't be that, 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 that's what the happens when they're too top. They're too that. top heavy. They're like, oh, now you can't trade these seventy million players, and Dame Lillard is going to be making sixty five. I'm not pocket watching. 
I, I think players should get the most. But if you have structured the CBA that the top level gets so much that they become immovable, even when they're good into great players left on their contract, like, oh, he's going to make 60 million when he's 34 years old. And it's like, yeah, but there's going to be 70 million players by that time. In four years, there's going to be 70 million dollar players. So like in 10 years, there will be a hundred million dollar player a year. Mm. Absorb that. Absorb that. Just absorb it. That's what, like, I remember when 20 was the number. I remember when the first person hit 30. I remember when we saw 40. I remember when we saw 50, 60. It's going up so fast. And that money hasn't even hit. We will see a $100 million player in the next NBA deal that's going to be signed in two years because all of that money goes to the players. Who's that going to be? I was just going to ask. No, 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 no. I think because you got to be the all NBAs, you got to be all the stuff. I think I think it's a guy like Luca. Uh, It's a guy like Luca or someone in that young tier that's 23, 24 right now that's already on a max deal. And then because remember, there was a yeah, Tatum, Jalen Brown hits it before him every single year. That's the thing. Remember, there was a big thing where Mike Conley was that league's highest paid player for a season. And he had never been an all-star just because of when you come up, your team giving you that max dollar and the things that you have hit. Yeah, it's going to be somebody that is that has hit all of the milestones and is only like 27, 28 years old in four years. And that 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 leaves a, a, a few guys. Like, with all due respect, John Morant's one of those guys. If he cleans up, if he doesn't keep making mistakes, John Morant at 23 right now, 24, if in six years he's 29 years old and he's still a top five player, he's going to be that guy that that, that hits that deal. Think about that. Damn. Anthony Davis still capable? Uh, no, because I think if he's injury prone in his in his 20s, people aren't going to be like skeptical to give him that a type of money in his 30s. At that, Remember how okay. Chris Paul and Braun got that late? That's what you yeah. need. All right, guys. Interesting take there on Luka Doncic. From one West Star to the next, uh, we're going to dive into Steph Curry, NBA Jam, and a whole lot more truth or trash on an episode of Road Trippin' later this week. But for now, that's another edition of Road Trippin'.